want to turn to what's known as the Gospel of the Old Testament, found in Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. And I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of a dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain, like one from whom people... He was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, and the punishment that brought us peace was on him. By his wounds we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray, each of us has turned our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, Yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people he was punished." He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life an offering for sin, he will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors, for he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. The Gospel of the Old Testament. Pointing to a time when a man came to this earth, an ordinary man and yet not an ordinary man. A man that was fully man and yet fully God. Coming into this world as a baby, Growing up, and at the early age of 12, he realised he had a mission. There was something he came on this earth to do. And as he went through his teenage years, 
Although not much is said about those years, we know that he was ridiculed. He was rejected. And when he began his ministry at the age of 30, even then he was misunderstood, reviled, yes, even hated, as was so eloquently described in our passage today. What did that life mean? What was it all about? Because after three and a half short years of ministry, there he was dying on the cross, put up there by the Romans. And people even cried, why don't you save yourself? You saved others, come down from the cross and save yourself. But Jesus uttered not a word. In fact, he spoke later on on the cross and simply said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In other words, here was a man who loved his enemies, loved those who persecuted him, loved those who hated him, loved those who ridiculed him, loved those who killed him. Here was a man who was the epitome of agape love. And on that cross, on that cross, even though it seemed like defeat, even though it seemed like disaster, victory was won on that cross for you and I today. Because Jesus lived a life of sinlessness. In other words, he never did any wrong. He never thought any wrong. And yet he ended up dying a sinner's death because the Bible tells us the wages of sin is death. And that's where Jesus ended up, dying a sinner's death. But it was victory for us, my friends. It was victory for us because whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but gain eternal life. Because as we believe and trust in him, trust in the God-man, trust in his divinity, trust in his righteousness, we pass from death to life. And he gives us of his righteousness. What a transaction. What a plan. This plan could not be improved upon. Because it was the only way to save us from degradation, from death itself and disaster. The Lord Jesus Christ loves us and gave his life for us that we might live today. And not only live today, but have a chance, a chance of living forever. Because one day, this same Jesus will come again in the clouds of heaven. And when he comes, we will see his face. He will come nearer and nearer and he will call his loved ones, those that have trusted him, those that have believed in him, he will cause them to rise up into newness of life. And the corruptible will put on incorruptibility. The mortal shall put on immortality and God's people will live forever. My friends, this is the good news of the gospel. It is the news that the world is longing to hear, even though many times the world does not want to hear it. 
They would rather tune in to the BBC or CNN or Sky News than hear the good news. But my friends, we have the good news. It is within us. Because the moment we accept Jesus, we are filled with his love. We are filled with his power. And we are compelled to tell others of the great God that we serve. We don't serve God out of duty. We don't serve God because we have to. We don't serve God in order simply to get to heaven. But we serve God out of gratefulness and thankfulness for what he has done for us. And that's why we come together every so often and celebrate the communion service. We come together, we partake in the foot washing because when we wash one another's feet, we are saying we are willing to forgive you, my brother, my sister. I'm willing to serve you because of what Christ did for me. And then we partake of the bread and the wine, the bread symbolizing the broken body of Jesus, the wine symbolizing his shed blood. And as we partake of it, we remember the great sacrifice. My friends, will you not join with me today to remember our Lord Jesus Christ and what he has done for us? Will you not join with me today to celebrate the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. My prayer today is that as we leave this place, we will be filled with his goodness, filled with his power, renewed and energised to show the love of Jesus to those around us. May God help us to understand once more, afresh, the powerful love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.